We at Amazing Stories are thankful for and gracefully accept the donations we receive from our listeners from across the world who count on the unique programming we provide. You too can donate through the link provided in the description section of each episode. Please keep in mind that the continued support from our growing audience helps us fulfill our mission of bringing you a new amazing story every day. Thank you for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy our stories. Push it in, 007. Screw it in. Right. Fix it securely into your eye socket. Pretend you're a jeweler. Now, what do you see? Well... Fine stone? Rather wonderful. Must be worth a fortune. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Actually, just a few pounds for the cutting. Really? Oops. Common or garden quartz. Oh, easy for you, sir. You've got the crib. Try this one. Hold it up to the light. <clears throat> Oh, goodness. Amazing. What's your opinion on the quartz now, 007? I see what you mean. Bit of a lifeless chunk, would you say? Yes. It's nothing. Nothing beside the infinite colours of the real thing. Diamonds Are Forever by Ian Fleming. Dramatised by Archie Scottney. Toby Stevens is James Bond, also starring Alex Jennings, Stacey Keach, Nigel Havers, John Standing, Lisa Dillon, Josh Stamberg, Kevin Daniels, and Jared Harris as Mr. Spang. Martin Jarvis is the voice of Ian Fleming. Summer, 1955. A great thornbush was quite a landmark in the expanse of rolling African felt. Amongst the tropical scrub, only this one bush could be picked out from many miles away. A man in dirty khaki shorts scrambled quickly into the open. As he stood staring up the path of the moon, he could see a clumsy black shape coming fast towards him out of the east. Everything's not good. You're late again. I shall only just make it back through the frontier by first light. Magneto trouble. We all have our worries. Thanks God there are only 13 full moons a year. Well, if you've got this stuff, let's have it. Of course I've got them. Here. Jesus. Sweaty enough. What are you frightened of? What do you think? <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Wait. Just a moment. Yeah? What is it? I'm sorry. There's a problem. Our problem is, 007, if we're to get involved in this business, we have to understand it. Not just the billions of pounds. Fellow at the Diamond Corporation said one must understand the passion for diamonds. He showed me what I'm showing you. And if it'll give you any satisfaction, I was just as taken in by that bit of quartz as you were. Really, sir? You surprise me. I've got a few more samples here. A fine blue-white, a top crystal, a very fine stone. And these, ruby red, blue, pink, yellow, green, violet. Hmm, impressive. 
And these smaller stones? Ah, now they're all flawed. Not what they call gem quality. Mm, certainly of poor colour. But don't despise them, 007. Even industrial diamonds last forever. And now you know as much about them as I do. What do you mean, a problem? At the mines. Things are getting too hot. Look, I'm a dentist. The men bring me the diamonds in their mouths. They filch them from the diggings. No, it's an immense risk. Punishments are being doubled. It's frightened out some of them. So? I'm having to pay more. Soon the security people are going to catch on. My men won't be able to stand the shambok. Shambok? The whip. Not even me. Is this a threat? I'm not threatening anyone. But the bosses are out to stop the smuggling. That means stop me. Uh, and me. So you want more money? 20% or I'll have to quit. I'll pass the message along. Maybe let's send it on to ABC in London. Tell them I need a bigger cut to pass down the line. Look, if I don't get it... You'll what? Nasty accident your predecessor had, don't you think? What do you mean? Funny place to keep gel at night. What? Under his bed. <laughs> Peterson! I'll see you next full moon, huh? Eh? Tootsins! Alles van die beste! Danke! Seems that most gem diamonds in the world are mined on British territory, 007. And 90% of all diamond sales are carried out in London. So, when something goes wrong, our government gets worried. At least two million pounds worth of diamonds are being smuggled out of Africa every year. Going where? America. Courtesy of those gangs of theirs. The Treasury isn't impressed. Now they want to take official action. Meaning? There's a big packet of smuggled stones in London at this very moment, waiting to go to the States. Special branch know who the carrier is to be, so the PM has given them authority to use the service. Why us? Why not special branch itself? <laughs> Arresting the carrier won't stop the traffic. Hmm. The plan is to follow the pipeline to America and see where it goes. Only the service can handle the job. Anything else to go on? Ever heard of the House of Diamonds? Big New York jewellers? Hold <laughs> in one, 007. They've got a small place here as well, Hatton Garden. Used to be very big bars, though not lately. Curiously, they now seem to be selling more and more. So? Well, naturally, the House of Diamonds has a somewhat awkward look about it. Where do I come in, sir? Sorry, 007, but you've got an appointment at Special Branch in, um... <laughs> just over an hour, actually. Clever fellow called Harris. They're going to pull in this carrier tonight. And then? They're keen to put you into the pipeline instead. Happy 007? Photo... Remind you of anybody, Commander? Not particularly. Really? Pretty good match, we think. Clean cut, swashbuckling. Near enough like you to pass muster, if you don't mind my saying so. Hmm. Who is he? A Peter Franks. Good family. Public school and all that. Then he went wrong. Robbing country houses seems to be his style. Sort of raffles, eh? I'm sorry? Never mind. Hmm? Anyway, we've never got anything to stick. Now he's slipped up. Seems he agreed to do a smuggling job to America for $5,000, payable on delivery. Our undercover girl in Soho asked him if it was drugs. He said, no, better still, hot ice. Has he got the diamonds? Not yet. He's supposed to contact his guard tomorrow evening at the Trafalgar Palace. But you'll be him. These smugglers generally go in pairs. The carrier is never quite trusted. Guard travels too. Anything goes wrong, they've got a witness. Five o'clock in her room. A Miss T. Case. What happens to Franks? We take him in this evening for conspiring to evade customs. 
Then you make the rendezvous. Does Miss T. Case know anything about him? Description and name, that's all. What about House of Diamonds? I checked on their man in charge over here, Rufus Say, American, 45, diamond merchant, otherwise a blank. Um, why not go along and have a look at him? How would I do that? Sorry, Commander, I'm afraid we've already set it up. You and me together. So, you're Peter Franks tomorrow, and let's say my sergeant for this afternoon. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Laurence Olivier. <laughs> What in the hell is this? Police? I am Superintendent Harris of the Special Branch of Scotland Yard. This is Sergeant James. Good afternoon, sir. Okay, I'm Rufus B. Say, Vice President for Europe. What gives? I got work to do. Just a routine inquiry about some stolen diamonds. We thought you might be able to help us. What makes you think that? Apologies, Mr. Say, but we believe diamonds from a recent robbery in Ascot, on the third inst, are on their way out to the Argentine through America. So? We wondered if you've heard any talk from the other side. Perhaps from your New York office? What do you think I am? Some kind of stool pigeon? What diamonds, anyway? I have the list here. The stones we are particularly interested in are one twenty-carat Wesselton, two fine blue whites of about uh, ten carats each, one thirty-carat yellow Premier, one fifteen-carat top cape, and two fifteen-carat cape unions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could any of those have passed through your hands, Mr. Say, or through your firm in New York? No, they have not. Doors right there, gentlemen. You're out of here. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I quite enjoyed that. Don't often meet a nut as tough as that one. Get what you wanted, Commander. I doubt it. Glad to have a look at Mr. Rufus B. Say, though. Not my idea of a diamond merchant. More like something from a bogey movie. Well, he's not a diamond merchant, sir, or I'll eat my hat. How do you know? Well, when I read out that list of missing stones, I mentioned a yellow premier and two Cape Unions. Yes? It just so happens there are no such things. Don't blame me for falling in love with you. Miss T. Case? Close the door. Lock it. Of course. I guess you're the new help. Take a seat, Peter Franks. Enjoy the music. Huh. Do you mind if I smoke? If that's the way you want to die. <laughs> Thanks. I've been wondering what the T stands for. I guess you can find out at the desk. Tiffany. But it's not in the public domain. Huh. Fine. Best light record ever made. Maybe. <clears throat> now, business. Why'd you take on this job? Somebody died. Oh, they told me your line was country house burglary. Hot blood or cold blood? Hot. A fight. So you want to get out? That's about it. And the money? Got a wooden leg. False teeth? <laughs> no. Everything's real. I'm always telling them to find me a man with a wooden leg. Any hobbies? Any ideas about where you're going to carry the stones? No, I play cards and golf. I thought the handles of trunks and suitcases were good for this sort of stuff. So do the customs men. What sort of golf balls do you use? Dunlop 65s, I like your thinking. Got a passport? In my real name, not Frank's. And what might that be? Bond. James Bond. Why not John Doe? Who cares, anyway? Can you get an American visa in two days? Don't see why not. There's nothing against me in America. Okay. Now, listen. Immigration will need this. You're going to go over to the States to visit a man called Tree. Michael Tree. 
You'll actually be staying at the Astor in New York. He's an American friend of yours. You met him in the war. Just for the record, this man really exists. He'll back up your story. He's not generally known as Michael. Shady tree to his friends, if any. <laughs> right. He's not as funny as he sounds. Okay, here's 500 pounds. Book yourself in at the Ritz tonight and give that address to immigration. No problem. Get a good used suitcase and put in it what you would take on a golfing holiday. Get your golf clubs. Keep out of sight. BOAC Monarch flight to New York Thursday evening. Buy a single ticket first thing tomorrow morning. The embassy won't give you a visa without seeing your ticket. Car will pick you up at the Ritz at 6.30 Thursday evening. Driver will have the, uh, balls. He'll put them in your golf bag somewhere on the road. I'll be at London Airport and on the flight, so no funny business with the merchandise, okay? What would I do with it? Too big for me. What happens to the other end? Another driver will meet you at New York. If anything happens at customs, you don't know how they got into your bag. Just act dumb. I'll be watching. Maybe others, too. If they lock you up, ask for the British consul. You won't get any help from us. Fair enough. What I'm being paid for. The only person I could get into trouble would be you. Wouldn't like that to happen. I can look after myself, my friend. And don't little girl me. We're on a job. Oh, I'll be a credit to you. Could we meet in New York if everything goes all right? Hell, why not? Dinner Friday night, 21 Club, 52nd Street, 8 o'clock, if the job works. Fine. Anything else? No, just keep away from me on the plane. Go now. If you work out okay, maybe I'll try and get you more of the same. Appreciated. Well, see you at this 21 place. Sure. Who are we working for, by the way? You'll find out. Maybe. Bye. Case to ABC. I repeat, case to ABC. Carrier is satisfactory. Says real name is James Bond. We'll use that name on passport. Plays golf and will carry golf clubs. Suggest golf balls. Uses Dunlop 65s. All other arrangements stand. That's all. I'm interested in how this $5,000 is to be paid to Peter Franks, but to you, 007. And by whom? Also, try to get on further up the pipeline towards the big men. First trouble will be getting past the initial contact in America. Hmm. All right. Some progress from Washington today. Rufus B. Say is an alias, real name Jack Spang. No criminal record. He has a twin brother in the States, someone called Serafimo Spang. Here's the report. Serafimo? Sounds more like an ice cream vendor. Or a nightclub waiter. <laughs> These people, 007, cheap and theatrical. You'll see they bought control of the House of Diamonds five years ago. Mm. Business legitimate? Apparently. They also, for God's sake, own the Tiara Hotel in Las Vegas. Perhaps they're friends of Michael Shady Tree. Miss Casey's New York pal. Soon to be mine. Yes, all chums together. Jolly little bunch, I should think. Well, you better get back to the Ritz, ready for your 6.30 pickup. Oh, the armourer thinks you may need this. Ah, 0.25 Beretta Automatic. Very chic. Thank you, sir. May I ask, has our particular interest been divulged to Washington? No, but if your inquiries lead you into any dangerous contact, you will report at once and be withdrawn. Withdrawn? Well, the case would then be handed over to the FBI. No. Yes, unfortunately. 
I certainly don't like the idea of asking Edgar Hoover to pick Britain's chestnuts out of the fire, but in the event, that's an order. Let's just pray the whole job doesn't blow up in your face in the New York Customs Hall. Amen to that, sir. What? Oh, yes. Let us pray. You'd want to sit up front. Would I? Yeah, you would, mister. It's not an invitation. Your cases and golf bag go in the back seat. You just relax, enjoy the ride to the airport, mister. Don't bother with conversation. It makes me nervous. Suits me. Better place as any. End of your great west road. Won't take more than a heartbeat. Now just... And Geronimo. Done. Oh. After takeoff, Bond was settling himself with his book when a silhouette broke the rays of the evening sun that filled the cabin. He glanced up. Tiffany Case. She walked past him to the stairs leading down to the cocktail lounge on the lower deck. Be nice to follow her. Hm. Never mind. Play by the rules. Bond turned again to his book and read a page without understanding a single word. He put the girl out of his mind and started the page again. This your signature, Mr. Bond? Yes. Just your personal effects? Yes, that's all. Okay. And these? What do you shoot, Mr. Bond? Shoot? Sure. Oh, they're not. Uh, they're golf clubs. Yeah, I know. What do you shoot? Come on, what do you go around in? Oh, oh, I see. Middle 80s, I guess. Though I once had a 76 at St. Andrews. Hey, that's awesome. Never broken a hundred in my life. There you go. Have a good vacation, Mr. Bond. Thanks. Mr. Bond? Yes? My name's Rocky Alvino. I got a car for you. Follow me. Glad to. How's your weather been? Uh, either side of a hundred. Oh, pretty hot. We haven't had it much over 75 in London. So, uh, what's the program, Rocky? Shady wants you. He does? That's good. House of Diamonds, West 46th Street. I give you a heads up, Mr. Bond. Beware all red-haired hunchbacks. Huh. Right. So, let me study you, Mr. Bond. I like to have a good look at the people we employ. Study all you want. London tells me you've killed a man. I believe them. I can see you're capable of it. I'll take that as a compliment, Mr. Tree. Ha! Rocky, get those golf balls out the bag. Cut them open. Use this. <clears throat> yeah, boss. Hey, Bond, pass me my glass of milk. Oh, certainly. Oh, Ulcers? Can it! Who spoke to you? Rocky, what are you waiting for? Put them on the table where I can see them. Number on the ball is the center of the plug. Dig them out. Sure, boss. There you go, boss. First one. Hmm. Three uncut. Fifteen carrots. Now the others. Eighteen stones. That's the lot. Now get those goddamn golf sticks out of here. Rocky, send the boy to the Aster with him. And this guy's bags. Sure, boss. Ciao. 
Mr. Tree, if you're happy, I'd be glad of those $5,000. You will be paid in full, Mr. Bond, but nothing direct. You will understand why, Mr. Bond, because you'll have made payoffs during your career of burglary. Dangerous to be suddenly flush with money. If the cops ask where it all came from, you haven't got an answer. Agree? Yes, makes sense. So, we arranged for the guy to make the money on his own account. Take yourself. How much you got in your pocket? About five pounds and some silver. Ha! <laughs> All right. Today, you met your friend, Mr. Tree, which is me. Perfectly respectable citizen you knew in England in 1945, when he was concerned with the disposal of army surplus goods. Remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. I owed you $500 for a bridge game we had at the Savoy. Remember that? Of course. When we meet today, I toss you double or quits for it. And you win. Okay, so now you have $1,000, and I, a tax-paying citizen, will support your story. Hmm. Here's the money. Thanks. And then you say you'd like to see some horse racing, so I say, why not go and take a look at Saratoga? The meeting begins Monday, and you say, okay, and you're going up to Saratoga with your thousand bucks in your pocket, okay? Fine. You back a horse there. It pays off at least fives, so you have your $5,000. Oh. And if anybody asks where it came from, you earned it, and you can prove it. What if the horse loses? It won't. Well, that's good. I like working for careful people. I need to stay away from England for a bit. Can you do with an extra hand? Maybe, but like I said, just take it easy and do what you're told, okay? Of course. I'm looking for a job. And you can tell your people I'm not particular so long as the pay's good. What? Who do you think we are, you Momo? Some sort of a cheap crook outfit? Now, listen what I say. This is my number. Put it down. Wisconsin 73697. Mm -hmm. And write this down, too, what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. But keep it to yourself, or you may get your tongue cut out. Fourth race on Tuesday. The perpetuity stakes. Mile and a quarter for three-year-olds. Put your money on just before the windows close. You'll shift the odds with that grant of yours, okay? Okay. Right. Shy smile. Big chestnut horse with a blaze face and four white stockings. And play him to win, Mr. Bond. Gotcha! <laughs> Don't move, Limey. Take it easy unless you want lead for lunch. What the... <laughs> <laughs> no good, James. The angels have got you. Fast reaction, though. Good God. <laughs> Felix Leiter. I don't believe it. For a moment, you almost made me nervous. Uh, uh, nervous? You were saying your prayers, old friend. You didn't know if you were going to get it from the New York cops or the mob, right? I don't believe in odds as long as this. What the hell do you mean by playing the bloody fool in this heat? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you crooked spy. You can buy me lunch at Sardi's. You Texans are lousy with money. Sure. Even the Texas fleas are so rich they hire themselves dogs. <laughs> <laughs> So who are you working for? Still the CIA? Negative. With my gun hand gone, they could only offer me desk work. Very nice. Paid me off handsomely. Then Pinkerton's made me a good offer. So Captain Hook, private detective. <laughs> you got it. Door basher. Put on some clothes and open up. Fun? Sometimes. I'm in charge of their race gang squad. Doping, crooked running, all that sort of thing. Huh. Didn't know you knew anything about horses. Mostly it's people you have to know about. Okay, James, what's the business you got with Shady Tree? Undercover job with the old firm? That's right. <sighs> well, you're a damn fool operating alone. Then why were you gumshoeing around Shady's neck of the woods? I'll tell you. Let me guess. A blaze face and four white stockings called Shy Smile? 
That's it. Running at Saratoga on Tuesday. And what might this horse have to do with the security of the British Empire? I've been told to back him. $1,000 to win. Payoff. I brought 100,000 pounds worth of uncut diamonds in by plane this morning. Oof, boy. Bigger league than me. I'm only interested because Shy Smile's a ringer. The horse that's due to win on Tuesday won't be Shy Smile at all. Shy Smile wasn't even placed the last three times he ran. Anyway, they shot and burned him months ago. It'll be a very fast job called Pick a Pepper. So has he got a blaze face and four white stockings too? You got it. Hmm. The Spangs have been setting this up for over a year. Spangs? Tell me more. The Brothers Spang. The Spangled Mob. Jack Spangs in London. Serafimo mostly in Vegas. Your House of Diamonds pal Shady coordinates, shall we say. Diamonds, narcotics, prostitution. And horse racing. They're gonna clean up? Sure. It's a big race. You can bet they'll plaster the whole country with their money just before the off. <laughs> They're gangsters. They'll make a packet. I thought all horses in America had to have their lips tattooed. Grafted new skin onto Pick-a-Pepper's mouth. Copied Shy Smile's marks on it. <laughs> How do you know all this? Blackmail. I let one of the Spang stable boys buy his way out of a drug and rap with the details. What are you going to do about it? Who knows? Driving up to Saratoga on Sunday. Hell, why don't you come with me? Perfect. And now walk with me to the Aster. I'll tell you my end of the story. So my guess is the Spangs do the smuggling, the House of Diamonds run the merchandising. No question. And I've come across Tiffany Case. Nice kid. Been on the fringe of the gangs for years. Didn't have much chance from the cradle up. Her mother ran the hottest cat house in San Francisco. Huh. Until mom decided one day not to pay the local outfits protection money. <laughs> Crazy. Next night the mob turned up and wrecked the joint. Didn't touch the girls except for daughter Tiffany. She was 16. Unsurprisingly, she won't have anything to do with men since then. After what the gang did to her. I like her. Okay, James. Looks as if we've got hold of the same tiger. By different tails. Be fun pulling at them both at the same time. <laughs> Don't waste your money getting me tipsy. But I'll have another, and probably another after that. I just don't want to drink your vodka martinis under false pretenses. <laughs> I was going to suggest we order shellfish and hawk. Might have changed your mind. Listen, Bond. It'd take more than crap meat ravigot to get me into bed with a man. Any event, I'm going to have caviar. I don't often date a good-looking Englishman, and the dinner's going to live up to the occasion. Sorry. Tiffany, I'm going to have just the same as you. I'm in the money. Mr. Tree tossed me double or quits for $500, and uh, I won. Oh, yeah? Know what they say about this joint? All you can eat for only 300 bucks. <laughs> well... Yes, to the success of our mission. Cheers. Come on. I want another of these. How about ordering dinner? Sure you can afford it? <laughs> if I have a son, I'll tell him don't ever buy yourself anything that eats. Hell, can't you say something nice about my dress or something? If you don't like my peaches, why'd you shake my tree? I haven't started yet. You won't let me get my arms around the trunk. <laughs> Your dress is a dream. I love black velvet, especially against a sunburned skin. <laughs> I bet you're the prettiest smuggler in New York tonight. Wait up. 
So, uh, who are you smuggling with tomorrow? Hmm. I like you, but be kind. I don't want to... Oh, forget it. Tomorrow? Why, I'm gonna sashay off to Las Vegas. What about you? Uh, Saratoga. To back a horse that's to make me some money. I suppose it's a fix. You seem to have made quite a hit with Shady. He wants to put you to work for the mob. Bond could feel the fog of treachery creeping up between him and this girl he liked. He closed his mind to it. He must get on with tricking her. That's fine. I'd like that. But uh, who is the mob? Okay, no harm, I guess. The Spangled Mob. Two brothers called Spang. I work for one of them in Vegas, Serafimo. The other one is somewhere in Europe, Jack. And then there's somebody called ABC. All the orders come from him. What do you do in Vegas? I just work there. Do you like it? Stupid question. A shady trick? You met him. Shake hands, better count your fingers afterwards. <laughs> They're all tough operators. You'll like them. Just your type. Hell, it's just another job. I've got to earn some money. Well, get in wrong with them. You better start learning to play the harp. Tiffany, couldn't we continue with this diamond racket together? Good money, and not often enough to make immigration ask awkward questions. You put it up to ABC. I keep telling you these people aren't fools. Well, I've never even seen ABC. I just call up a London number and get my orders on a recording. Is this way above your head? You and your damn country house burglaries? Brother, have you got another thing coming? Care to go on somewhere? Hell no. I'm getting a little banjaxed. Take me home. I'm staying at the Astor, too. Why couldn't you dream up something else to talk about except these goddamn hoodlums? Sorry. The check, please. Well, James, you killed the evening. All I really wanted to say was, listen, Tiffany, I like you. Don't be afraid. It can't be worse than being alone. <sighs> Damn it. It's my job to use her. There's one way I can never use this particular girl. Through the heart. This is my floor? The, the, oh. oh! Careful. I'll walk you to your door. This is it. Hmm. Listen, you bomb person. Tiffany, you're crying. Look after yourself, James. I don't want to lose you. Okay, come closer. You can kiss me. Oh, my dear. Now, get away from me. Get away. Just, just get away. Good afternoon, 007. Well, I suppose it's morning where you are. Oh, wait a minute! Oh, blast! Wretched scramblers! Happens every time. Hold on! Ah, that's better. You're in a bloody phone box, I hope. Yes, sir. Broadway and 52nd Street. Got any gum, chum? Sorry? Never mind. Something we used to say in the war. Oh. All right, go ahead. But be careful. Yes, sir. First, it seems clear the Diamond Pipeline begins in London, somewhere near your friendly neighborhood mobster Jack Spang, a.k.a. Rufus B. Say, and ends with Brother Serafimo, the ice cream man. 
They're known here in America as the Spangled Mob. Ridiculous. And the main junction in the pipe? The office of Shady Tree. From which stones are fed into the House of Diamonds? That's right, for cutting and marketing. Good. Somebody known as ABC seems to be in direct command of the actual smuggling. ABC? Bloody silly name. Two letters longer than yours, sir. What? All right, that'll do, 007. Any clue to ABC's identity? Only that he appears to be located in London. I imagine he would provide a lead back to the actual source of the smuggled diamonds somewhere in Africa. And what's your plan now? Continue working up the pipeline in the direction of Serafimo, using any facts gleaned from Tiffany Case. Mm. All right, 007. Good luck, and give my regards to Broadway. Sir? Catch your little number. God, horses everywhere. Nightmare. Holding up the traffic. Elegant place, though. Eleven months of the year, it's dead. Then, for this one month of August, Saratoga goes hog wild, crawling with Vanderbilts and Whitney's. Nowadays, they're owners, like our friends the Spangs. And presumably putting over the occasional, what would you call it? Fast fix. Like Shy Smile. <laughs> you said it. I'll drop you off at the Sagamore Motel. I have some inquiries to make. Which could mean we get up damn early in the morning. How did you get on? Progress, James. Word is there'll be timing shy smile over four furlongs at 5.30 a.m. You want to see who's around when they're doing that? The owner's given us Pizarro. One of the directors of the Tiara Hotel happens to be called that. Mm. Lame brain Pizarro. What about the jockey? Tingling bell. Good rider, but bribable. I got a proposition for him if I can get him alone at his rooming house. Trainer's another hoodlum, name of Bud, Rosie Bud. Distinguished-sounding cast. Uh-huh. I look forward to lighting a fire under their asses. Why not just turn them over to the stewards? Wouldn't be fair to put the stable boy in the box. Be his death sentence. No, got my own ideas. Five o'clock, I'll hammer on your door. Right. There was a wonderful freshness in the air as Bond followed the shambling figure of Lighter through the half-light that filtered through the elms among the waking stables. Mm, stables getting ready for the morning works. The gallops. It's the time the trainers hate most. When the owners come, here they are now. Looks like a stable boy is leading Mr. Shady Tree's favorite chestnut. That's it. Don't look at them. Turn your back on the track. I'll keep an eye on our friends. Oh, that's Rosie Bud, all right. My old friend, Lame Brain. <laughs> So-called shy smile doesn't like the cold. Bucking around like crazy. Oh, Bud's got him. Giving the boy a leg up. Don't turn around. Now he's cantering up to one of the furlong posts. Hoodlums have got their watches out. Ah, we've been spotted. <clears throat> Stay casual, James. Once the horse gets going, they won't be interested in us. Okay, you can turn around. There's Shy Smile on the far side. Stand by. And he's impressively off. My God, he's opening up the throttle. <laughs> Speedier than the real Shy Smile, you reckon? No question. Burning it up. 
Well, if you can do that for a mile and a quarter, I presume he'll get home. You got it. Okay, I've seen enough. How about breakfast? Yep. Got one hell of an appetite seeing these crooks so early in the morning. And then I have a proposition for Master T. Bell. So what's the deal, jerk? If Shasmah wins, I go to the stewards and expose the ringer. Goddamn blackmail. I'd never ride again. That's it, Tingling. Bastard. How can I save myself? Easy. Take the deal and I'll say nothing. But Shasmah must win the race, then be disqualified. Can you do it? Maybe. I guess if I interfered with the running of the horse closest to me in the final sprint. Good. Then there'd be an objection. Sure, but it has to be upheld. Exactly. But what about my bosses? You argue it was just a bit of overzealous riding. Let's face it, Ting, no reason why you wouldn't want to win. Yeah. Pizarro's promised me an extra thousand dollars if I do. So just one of those strokes of bad luck that happened in racing. What do you say? What do I say? How much, you Pinkerton douchebag? It's done, James. He'll play the double cross. Foul riding in the last furlong, just as he's due to make his winning sprint. Uh. Oh, boy! <laughs> and the money? I gave him a thousand dollars. Another two thousand if he does what he's told. Wants it passed to him in the Acme Mud and Sulphur Baths after the day's racing. Goes there to keep his weight down. Six o'clock. Buddy, it would help if you did that payoff. What? No one knows your handsome face in Saratoga. I'll get the two long ones to you in the morning. We'll stay apart at the track. Still sounds like a long shot to me. Maybe, maybe not. By the way, James, to make contact, you'll probably have to take a bath yourself. Oh, thanks. Just don't choose sulfur. Bond sat high up in the grandstand above the winning post. He picked up his race card. Second day, August 4, the Perpetuity Stakes, one mile and a quarter, joint favorites, number one, come again, number three, Prey Action, the gray, both forecast at six to four on. Mr. P. Pizarro, Shy Smile, number ten, trainer R. Bud, Jockey T. Bell, forecast at fifteen to one. Bottom horse in the betting. Is this going to work? Bond swept his glasses round the course. He noted the automatic cameras that record the whole race. Last one near the winning post. That'll see what happens at the final bend. Right, no change in the favorites, or in Shy Smile's price. And here they are. Oh, number one come again, second favorite now. Hmm. Prey action the favorite, and Shy Smile. In a minute the big money will go on. The price will surely come whacking down. Yes, down it comes. Nine to one. And the totes closing. Race two, race two, the perpetuity stakes over one mile and one quarter. There they go. Oh, where's Shy Smile? Oh, not bad. Half a length behind the leaders. Shy Smile fourth now. Down the long straight, number three moving up. Then here comes Tingling Bell. Top bend. Wow. Shy Smile's coming up level with the leader. Final corner. We'll go on. Now. Now, if you're going to. Shy Smile right on the bend. My God. He's going to do it. I don't believe it. Head well down. Oh, that's clever. So he can pretend he never saw the grey horse on the rails. Closer, closer. And now. Foul. 
Nothing Prey Action's jockey could do except pull up sharply and, my God, Shy Smile has passed the post. My God, not bad, not bad at all. Even Pizarro will have to admit Bell couldn't see the other horse. Objection. In this race, there has been an objection lodged by jockey Jay Lucky on number three, Prey Action, against the riding of jockey Keith Bell on number ten, Shy Smile. Do not destroy your tickets. I repeat, do not destroy your tickets. Attention, please. Your attention, please. In this race, number ten, Shy Smile, has been disqualified. And number three, Prey Action, is declared the winner. The result is now official. I repeat, the result is now official. <sighs> okay. It's bath time. In the changing cubicle at the Acme Modern Sulphur Baths, Bond hung up his clothes and tied a towel round his waist. He left the twenty hundred-dollar bills stuffed into the breast pocket of his jacket and walked out, locking the door behind him. What's wrong with you, mister? Nothing. Just want to try a mud bath. Any hard trouble? No. Okay. Over here. Had one of these before? No. Thought maybe not. Giving you the mud at 110. Now, if you acclimate it, you can take 120. Climb in the box. Lie down there. Oh! Ah, oh, God, it's hot. Stretch out. Put your head on the pillow. Oh, jeez, more freedom of movement in a straitjacket. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This is one of Felix's jokes. Closing the lid on you. Six o'clock. You get 20 minutes. Feel good? Curse you, Felix Leiter. Okay, here. You feel good? Hey, Sammy. You got to get six ounces off me. Hey, <laughs> tingling. Heard you had trouble today. Too bad. Them stewards is a heap of obscenity. Six ounces off. Just had me a plate of french fries. And they're giving me a heap of lead to carry in the Oak Ridge tomorrow. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. I can always break your arm off. Get your weight down easy that way. <laughs> Climb in, Ting. 130 degrees, 15 minutes. Why would I need to ride across Johnny Lucky, one of my best pals? Race was sewn up, bitch-ass steward. Yeah, you bet. So how am I going to slip this weasel his money? All right, nobody move now. Just take it easy, no one's gonna get hurt. Hey, you take it easy. Stow it, fatso. You heard what the man said. Hey, you, fat man, where's the job? Which box? Okay, I got him. He's over here. Good work, kid. Oh, oh, my. Damn if it ain't tingling bell. What's the matter, guys? Why, ting. What would be the matter? <laughs> Anything on your mind? What? Maybe you never heard of a horse called Shy Smile Ting? Maybe you weren't there when he was rode foul around 2.30 this afternoon? Oh, jeez, it's not my fault. It happened to anybody. Yeah. Well, my friends figure it may have been a double cross. My friends figure a jock like you could have only done something like that intentional. My friends looked over your room, found a grand plugged away in a lamp sock. Huh? My friends wish me to inquire where that lettuce come from. Huh? Give you crumb bum. Or I'll blow your brains out. No, my ward. All I got is hit it away in the lamp. My ward, I swear it. Oh, Christ, you gotta believe me. Oh, 
You've been riding too much lately, Tingaling. You're in bad shape. Need a rest. Like in a sanitarium or something. Give me that bucket of sulfur, kid. There you go. Hey, wait a minute. Like I said, Ting, plenty of quiet, nice shady room, drapes drawn, <laughs> steam and sulfur, keep out the lights. <laughs> there you go, hot stuff, huh? Hey, man, you're killing him. You're killing man. No funny business, Fatso. No cops. Phone's busted. <laughs> Better dig the guy out for his eyeballs, Fry. Come on, kid. Nice doing business with you, gentlemen. Nice. <laughs> Goddamn gutter punks. Gutter punks. <laughs> now I've heard it all. Then what? Ugh, chaos. Two men carried Tingling under the shower. He was nearly gone, half suffocated, whole face puffed up with the burns. Mm. The phone wires had been cut. Someone drove into town for an ambulance. Anything strike you about these two guys? <sighs> Couldn't see much of their faces, both wearing hoods. The big guy who did the job had a .38 police positive. He had a wart on the top joint of his right thumb. Name's Wint. Other guy was Kid, K-I-double-D. Always worked together. Top torpedoes for the Spangs. Wint is a mean bastard. Real sadist. <laughs> He's gonna be sorry he didn't have that wart burned off. Mm, guess I'll get along to the cops and tip them off. Won't mention you, of course. But I'll give them a lowdown on Shy Smile. They can work it out for themselves. What about the payoff? I'll find out where they've taken Tingling. We'll mail the dough to him there. Back in an hour. See you in the bar. Who is this? Who's calling me? James Bond. I tried to reach you earlier. Yeah? Shy smile didn't pay off. I know. The jockey bitched it. So what? My money. Ha! Okay, take it easy. We start again. I'll wire you a grand. The grand you won off of me, remember? Yes. Where are you staying? Sagamore Motel. Okay, you get the grand in the morning. Now listen what I say, Bond. You get your five grand at Las Vegas. Come down to New York, pick up a plane, charge the ticket to me. Through service to Los Angeles, there's a local plane every half hour to Vegas. You'll have a reservation at the Tiara, all taken care of. Fine. At just five after ten on Thursday evening, you go to the center of the three blackjack tables at the Tiara. Side of the room near the bar, got that? Yes. Sit down, play the maximum. That's a grand, five times. You win. Then quit the table. Don't gamble anymore. Ignore the roulette tables. You hear what I'm telling you? Yes. After the game, hang around. Wait for further instructions. Got it? I've got it. Don't talk. Don't make a mistake. We don't like mistakes. You'll find that when you read tomorrow's paper. Blackjack. Vantayon. The old 21 of childhood days. Only this time the dealer will be a crook and the counters will be worth 300 pounds on each hand. Grown-up game this time. Okay, James. Spangled boys have all left town. Oh, thanks. Bottoms up. And shy smile? Already off on his long journey by horse box to the Spang Ranch in Nevada. Head office have told me to get out to Vegas, find out where the real shy smile is buried. Gotta lay my hands on his teeth. How do you like that? You're going to Las Vegas. Funny coincidence, department. Not so. We're both traveling bad roads. <laughs> All bad roads lead to the bad town. Five solid miles of gambling joints. Sure. Neon lighting makes Broadway look like a kid's Christmas tree. 
Okay, I got some cleaning up to do here in Saratoga, but I'll be in Vegas before the end of the week. Hey, I'll tell you what, we got a good undercover man there, limo driver name of Ernie Cureo. I'll pass word you're coming. Be careful, though. These dumps are wired for everything except smell. Yeah, I'll watch out. But I've got to get another step down the diamond pipeline, to the tap at the end of it, right up close to your friend Serafimo Spang. I can't do that by just sending up my card. Sure, but don't think you can ask for a lawyer if you're getting bad with the mob. Only law firm out there is Smith & Wesson. Wish we could tackle Spang together. No, I've got to get him legitimate. All right for James Bond tangling with him and getting away back quick to England. If I had a shooting match with Serafimo, his pals would get after me and after my family. Not so funny to come home and find your sister's house burned down with her inside it. Hmm. Point taken. Gangs didn't go out with Capone. Only difference is, this is the 1950s, not the 20s. Hoodlums don't run liquor now. They run governments. State governments. Like Nevada. Hey, you for the Tierra? Uh, could be. Get in, dude. Put your case in the back. Okay, let's go. God. <laughs> Name's Ernie Cureo. Staying long? Uh, not sure. A few days. I'll tell you what, if we're gonna work together, maybe you better hire the cab by the day. Fifty bucks. But I gotta make a living. It'll make sense to the front boys at the hotels. Fine. Like that, they'll understand me hanging about waiting for you all the time. Bunch of lousy creeps. It's a deal. You see, Mr. Bond, folks around here don't like anything out of the ordinary. Take yourself. Anyone can see you're a limey even before you start talking. Well, what's a limey doing here? So, let's take a good look at it. You dig? I dig. And watch out for any fella with a coat on. Nobody wears him here save to house the artillery, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Into the strip now, otherwise known as the Rue de la Paix, spelled P-A-Y. <laughs> it's a joke. Get it? Yeah, got it. Yeah. On your right, the Flamingo. Bugsy Siegel built that in 46. Came to Vegas looking for investment. Town was wide open then. Gambling, legalized catch-ups. <laughs> he saw the possibilities. Yeah, yes sir. Stayed with it until they blew some of his head off. <laughs> Oh, here's the Sands Hotel. Plenty of hot money behind that one. And over there, Desert Inn. And coming up, the Tierra. Snazziest joint in Vegas. You know about Mr. Spang and all that? I know the outlines, but I'd be glad for you to fill them in sometime. Whatever you say, mister. I guess you shouldn't get into trouble your first night. Wait till you know your way around. And watch the gambling, friend. Look out for the pit bosses. Protection? Kind of. Pit boss watches the dealers who work in the casino pit. They're not on your side. Hmm. All the same, there was one guy left Vegas with a hundred grand. Encouraging? Yeah, but he had half a million when he started. Same again, sir. Vodka martini. Thanks. Coming right up. Mr. Spang been around? Ain't seen him. Huh. Big name review just starting in the platinum room. Sinatra and Dean Martin tonight. That guy Liberace on the weekend. 
Mr. Sprang mostly comes in after the show. You know him? Uh, not personally. We may not see him tonight. He and Frank don't see eye to eye. Frank? Sinatra. Oh, right. Plenty of protection around. Don't relish this role of probationary crook about to be paid off for a first trial job. Your vodka martini, sir. Ah, oh, thanks. Hmm. On the other hand, what do my feelings matter? Big assignment, going well. Way down the pipeline, right in the parlor of Serafima. 10.05, almost time. And my god, something else has changed. <laughs> the new dealer at the center blackjack table. So that's her job here. And now she's going to false deal me to win $5,000. Perfect. Quieter now. While watching the show, no witnesses. Except the pit boss. Well, good evening. Hi. Great outfit. Thought it was Calamity Jane for a moment. No unnecessary talk at the table, sir. Sorry. What's the maximum? A grand. All yours. Maybe the guy would like a new deck, Miss Tiffany. Sure, thanks. Faultless shuffle. Cut the cards. Of course. Thanks. Neat. And back the way they were stacked when they left the wrappers. Okay. Deal away. Be careful, James. Play the conventional game or you may upset the whole sequence. Nave and a ten. Stick. She's bust. Of course. Thousand dollar plaque. Give it to her, Miss Tiffany. Sure. Pocket your notes, sir. Okay. Deal again. Seventeen. Stick again. Hmm. She has twelve. Draws a three. A nine. And bust again. Well, another thousand dollar plaque. Thanks. Nineteen. She's got a ten and seven. Dealer must draw on sixteen and stand on seventeen. Another thousand dollars. Right, my last play. Nineteen. She has sixteen. Well done. Your final plaque, Limey. Much obliged. Thank you, miss. You deal beautifully. You're welcome. Wish you good night, sir. Au revoir. So, what do I do now? Obey Shady's instructions or force the pace? Don't gamble anymore. Ignore the roulette tables. Wait for further instructions. No way. Force the pace. Roulette. What's the maximum here? Five grand. There you go. Four plaques, thousand dollars each, and... On red. Very well, monsieur. Feels good, James. Taking the initiative from these people. I'm going to win. Evening, Mr. B. How'd you make out last night? Not bad. I'll get in. Drive along the strip. Save it to talk on the move. Sure. Actually, I was on a roll. Took $20,000 off them. Don't suppose that'll worry our friend Spang? <laughs> that guy's so loaded, he don't need eyeglasses for driving. Has the windshields of his Cadillacs ground to his doctor's prescription. <laughs> <laughs> What's he spend it on besides that? 
Now he's brain sick. Loves the old west. He thinks he's some kind of rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> Bought himself a whole ghost town way out on Highway 95. Shored the place up, all wood, all oh, fancy saloon. Even the old railroad station. Specterville, it's called. Hmm? Owns one of the old locomotives. Weekends, he takes his pals for a run into a place called Rhyolite and back. Drives the train himself. Champagne and caviar. Yes, sir. So that's why I've heard nothing from him today. He's playing trains while I've been waiting for something to happen. Hey, we got ourselves a tail, mister. Two of them. Fore and aft. See the black Chevy sedan in front? Golf back and back? With two guys? Yeah, I know them. Detroit Purple Mob. Couple of lavender boys. Pansies. Their game sure ain't golf. In back of us, there's a little red sex ship. Just swivel your eyes as if you were admiring the scenery. Yeah, old sports model Jag. Two more guys. I think I almost met them in a Saratoga bathhouse. Watch while I try them out. Ernie, I don't want to get you into trouble. Sharks, they can't do nothing to me. You pay for any damage to the cab and I'll try and shake them, okay? Okay. There's a grand to go on with, Ernie. This is just what I've been waiting for. Okay, fella. Hold tight. Straight stretch. Watch the Jag behind. Let's go. That's done and proper. How'd they make it out? <laughs> Bust radiator grill. Now they're in the road trying to pull the wings off the tires. Good start. Any more tricks like that? It's not so easy now. The Chevy's pulled up at the side of the road. They may try some shooting. Here we go. Oh! Oh! Shit! Chevy's coming after us. Hold it. You're gonna do a sharp turn and stop under cover of the next block. I'm gonna give you a clear shot as they come around. Right. Now! Ow! Oh. Well, well, you did it, but... Oh, my God. Christ! Blood everywhere. Come on, honey. Let me set you up. Oh. Oh, brother. Oh. Get me out of here, Mr. P. Drive like hell. Jack will be after us again. And get me to a medic. Okay, honey. I'll take care of it. Uh, no, keep going. Anything in the mirror? The Jack. Coming off to us fast. Now keep going. We gotta hide up someplace. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's a passion pit just where this comes out. Drive-in movie. Uh, uh, here, here, here we come. Slow. Sharp right. You see those lights? Get in there, quick. Uh, it's too late. We're blocked. Okay, fellas, take it easy. Out, Limey, or your pal's cold turkey. My friend here has a silencer. Capiche? You and us are going for a ride. Okay, honey. Better one than two. I'll go with him. I'll soon be back to get you to the dock. Take care. Funny guy. Sorry, friend. I guess... <coughs> go ahead. Okay. Look natural. We got you covered. All right, give us your gun. Be my guest. Get in the car. No funny tricks if you want to keep your head on straight. Nice little jag you once had. Where are we going in the remains? Specterville, perhaps? And Mr. Spang? You'll see. You'll see. Surely this is all rather heavyweight. Why didn't you just call me at the hotel? Oh well, main objective inside. And a pipeline. Yeah, what do you want? State your business. You know who we are, jerk. Special guest for Mr. Spang. Yeah, special. Okay. Drive in. You gotta take him straight through. 
Hey there, handsome. Welcome to Specterville. So good to see you. My very own Pink Garter Saloon. What do you think? Well, it's very pink. Oh, you're so cute. Do you like the Invisible Man on the pianola? Persuasive. Enjoy your stay at the tiara? We laid on everything. <laughs> Thank you. It was most rewarding. You're so welcome. I'm intrigued at last to meet the leading citizen of Specterville. How resplendent you are, Mr. Spang. Resplendent? Oh, you think so? Well, the full hop-along Cassidy. Why, you blink-eye. Do you like my spurs? And twin revolvers. I believe you're acquainted with Miss Case here. Indeed. Hello, Tiffany. Mr. Bond. Yesterday, Calamity Jane. Today, Annie, get your gun. <laughs> you met my assistants on the road, Mr. Wint and Mr. Kidd. Of course. Charmed. And Wint, dear, call Detroit later. Tell them they're suffering from delusions of adequacy up there. Will do, boss. They gotta send replacements. That last pair of carpet crunches cost me a Chevrolet. You bet, boss. Okay, boys. Bring our guest star through to the cannonball. Cannonball? You heard him. Move it, mister. Move it, mister. Follow me, Mr. B. You too, Case. You don't want to miss this, baby. My railroad station. Love my beauteous Maplewood platform. And here, the most magnificent steam locomotive ever built, the Cannonball Express. Don't you just love her? Impressive. Cowboy hero and Casey Jones. You're adorable. Get close. Brass handrails, polished barrel of the boiler. Step up to the observation platform. Get going. Right. Note the brakeman's beautiful wheel. No one drives cannonball but me. Guess you never seen nothing like this, Lamey. Nothing like it. Well, I can certainly see the point of being a millionaire. Follow me into the, uh, Pullman car. <laughs> Stateroom, onboard library. I adore literature. I love your Barbara Cartland. Be seated. Would you like a cigar? Oh, thanks. Sit down, Case. Stay here, Wint, and you, kid. Now, who are you, Limey? What's going on? I shall need a drink if we're going to talk. Wint? Bourbon and branch water, half and half. <laughs> I don't like being lent on, Mr. Spang. I did my job and got paid eventually. Your bourbon, Lamey. Oh, thank you, Wint. If I chose to gamble with the money, Mr. Spang, that was my affair. I could have lost, and then your assistant started breathing down my neck, and I got impatient. Why didn't you just call me? Mm, oh, you just don't get the message, fella. I better bring you up to date. Got a coded signal yesterday. Signal? Friend in London. Says, real Peter Franks held by police on unspecified charge. At all costs, hold substitute carrier. Ascertain, ooh, I, I love that word. Ascertain, if operations are endangered, eliminate him and report. Well, 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 Mr. Hoosis, this looks like a good year for something horrible to happen to you. I don't much care for eliminate wonder how it's going to be done. But at least I've discovered what I came to America to find out. The two Spangs. The beginning and end of the Diamond Pipeline. Hmm. It's simple. 
I took the job from Peter Franks. He didn't like the look of it. I needed the money. Oh, don't give me that. You're a cop or a private eye of some sort, and I'm going to find out who you work for and what you know. You look like an eye. You behave like one. And you! How you fell for him, you dumb broad, I just can't figure! The hell you can't. I get handed the guy by ABC and he acts okay. For all you know, he may be telling the truth. Well, we're going to find out. Kid, you got the boots? Sure, boss, I got them. He's got them, boss. The boots? So that's gonna be it. Waste of time to argue. Fifty miles out in the desert. I suppose I've got out of worse jams. Just so long as I give nothing away. Take him out of my platform, boys. Brooklyn Stomping. 80%er. Okay? Okay, boss. Frogman's suit fits tightly. Where does it hurt everywhere? Why the hell hasn't the Admiralty got my measurements right? Very dark under the sea. Strong currents. Pulling me against the coral. Swim hard, James. Swim against them. Swim. James. For Christ's sake, James. What? What the hell? James, open your eyes. Uh, what? Tiffany. J James, don't slip away. Try to get up. Uh, yes. I'll help you. Wait. Wait. I can feel my feet and hands. I can, I can move my head. Bars and moonlight on the floor. I just want to sleep or die. James, stay with me. I've got you. Can you walk? Okay. Okay. We must get to the end of the platform. Do you hear me, James? I have to crawl. No. No, I can follow you. What's that? In the siding? It's a railroad handcar. Oh. I can work it. Petrol? Just filled her up with gas from those cans. Two-stroke engine. It's what they use for inspecting the line. Huh. I shifted the points. <laughs> Hurry, get aboard. Next stop, Rhyolite. My God, you're amazing. <laughs> but there'll be a hell of a noise when we start that thing. Wait, got some matches. Uh, lighter? What's the idea? Those petrol cans. That should do it. Give me that bit of old newspaper. Get the handcart going. Mm -hmm. Okay, let in the clutch and we're away. Yeah. Yep, that's it. This precious maplewood platform. Let's hope the flames get them all. Mm -hmm. What time is it? The moon is low. Four o'clock? About that. Quite an exit, James. Like an old Buster Keaton film. <laughs> How do you feel? Oh, nothing broken. I suppose that's what wind meant by an 80%er. Better being kicked than shot. I just had to sit there, pretend I didn't care. Spang stayed and watched. Then they checked up on the ropes and slung you into the waiting room, and everyone went happily to bed. I waited an hour in my room and then got busy. The worst part was trying to wake you up. I'll tell you what I think of you when it doesn't hurt so much. But what about you, Tiffany, if they catch up with us? Don't worry. We have a head start. First thing is to get to Rhyolite. Uh, then we have to find a car and get over the state border into California. We'll get you to a doctor. By the way, I got your gun. Oh, thanks. 
Three rounds left, and one in the breach. Seems to have lost my jacket. I still got my passport and wallet. Okay, so let's get this crate to Ryolite. Tiffany, slow down a little. What's wrong? Hear anything? Listen. It's the cannonball. What can she do? Maybe 60? How far now to Ryolite? Around 30 miles. It's gonna be a near thing. Can't tell how far away he is. Keep it rolling. Maybe he'll blow up or something. Oh, sure. I can just see the light of the engine now. Wood sparks from the smokestack. Perhaps he'll run out of wood. I suppose we're all right for gas. I put in a whole can. There's no indicator, but these things will run forever on a gallon. Christ! Did you hear that? Uh. Oh, God. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Shit! I'll take a look at the petrol tank. No good. Dry as a bone. So, let's think. No cover to the left, just desert. Mountains on the right. We might get there and hide up, but for how long? They're not far down the line now. Come on, Tiffany. We've got to take to the hills. Hey, where are you? What the... James. James, there's a branch line just ahead. Dead end. But if we can push the thing there, and you can work the old points, he might miss us. No. Better than that. Give me a hand. That's it. Keep it rolling. What the hell? Here are the points. I know. Keep it going another 20 yards. Right. That's enough. Okay. Come on. Give me a hand with the lever. We're gonna put the cannonball onto the dead end. Done. Back to the car. We'll shelter behind it. Get down. Don't move. God, what a monster. Can it take the curve? Get down. He's firing at us. Hold your fire, James. Four bullets, and I know when they'll go. Twenty yards away now. And... Yes. Into the curve it goes. Four chances, James. Fire into the cabin now! Got him! <sighs> Rest in peace, ice cream man. James, let's get away from here. Huh. Yes. We have to get to the road. Come on. It took them an hour and a half to cover the two miles. By the time he collapsed in the dirt beside the cement highway, Bond was delirious. She cradled his head, wiping the sweat off his face with the corner of her shirt. Every now and then she paused to look up and down the dead straight road, whose horizons were already shimmering in the early morning heat. An hour later she jumped to her feet. A low black car was coming out of the dancing haze. It rolled to a stop. Felix Leiter, ma'am. At your service. And what may I do for you on this beautiful morning?
Whew, geez, man. Two of you sure seem to have busted a hole in the spangled mob. Check. Anyway, when I get into Vegas, Ernie's in the hospital and he tells me the score. I drive through the night and when I get near to Specterville, I see Mr. Spangs having himself a barbecue. Figure Rylite's my next stop, and here we all are. So it's not all part of a dream. And this is Tiffany's lap under my head. And that is Felix. And we are going hell for leather to safety, a doctor, and an endless amount of sleep. So let's think. They'll want some action. The sooner we cross the state line, the better. Should make L.A. by lunchtime. My guess is we ought to get you and James out of the country pretty quick. Mob will try and fix all kinds of phony raps on you both. And once you're located, I wouldn't give a nickel for either of you. Best hope is to get you both on a plane to New York tonight and off to England tomorrow. James can take it from there. I guess that makes sense. But who actually is this Bond guy, anyway? What's his racket? Is he an eye? Better ask him yourself, ma'am. But I wouldn't let that worry you too much. He'll take care of you. Nothing pro-pinks like pro-pinkwitty. As the new Super G constellation roared over the darkened continent, Bond lay in his comfortable bunk and thought of Tiffany asleep in the bunk below. He knew that he was very near to being in love with her. But will she ever come out from behind that barricade she started to build so long ago? Am I prepared for the consequences? Sorry to call you at home, sir. Are you fully scrambled? Oh, God. Wait a minute, 007. Bloody thing. Ah, that's it. Safe? Go ahead, 007, and it had better be good. I'm in New York. My pals have got me on the Queen Elizabeth. Sails in an hour. And Washington's obliged with a passport for Tiffany. Uh, Miss Case. What? Is that necessary? Very, sir. If she's to come out of this alive. Thanks to her, part of the snake has been smashed. The head or the tail? Uh, tricky. It's pretty clear that Jack Spang, a.k.a. Rufus Say, and the mysterious ABC are the real operators of the smuggling racket. Serafimo only handled the receiving end. By the way, he's now peddling dolce gelatos from a celestial ice cream parlor. Oh, we still have nothing to implicate Jack Spang, or the House of Diamonds. Spang has to be our target, and the beginning of the pipeline in Africa. Special branch had better get working. Anything else you'd like to see done, 007? Well, you could ask my housekeeper to prepare a bed for Miss Kay, sir. What? Only joking, sir. See you in London. The sailor hates the sea. I'm feeling sick already, and we're still in the river. Just as well. Stay in your cabin and live on Dramamine and champagne. I'll be no good for a day or so. I'm gonna get the doctor and the masseur, and try and stick the bits together again. Yeah? Mr. Winter? Could be. I have a short cable arrived for you, sir. Shall I call it out? Go ahead. It's addressed to you, sir. Winter, first class passenger, Queen Elizabeth. Message begins. Desire tidy, speedy conclusion of case. Repeat case, stop. Will pay 20 grand, stop. Will personally handle other subject on arrival London. Confirm ABC. That is all, sir. Okay, thanks. Well, what do you know, kid? It's 20 grand for a rub-out at sea these days. <laughs> hey, boy, oh boy. What kind of a table's this? You ashamed of me or something? I want to have myself some fun on this old paddle boat, and you put me in a corner as if I was catching. That's about it. Do you want to put other men's temperatures up? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. What do you expect a girl to do in the Queen Elizabeth? Fish? 
I could suggest an alternative. Listen, you Bond person. I love being with you. Don't mind my talk. I, I just can't get over being... Tiffany, everything about you is fine. So tell me, who are you, really? Who are you working for? Come on, James, start giving. Okay. I work for the British government. They want to stop this diamond smuggling. Sort of secret agent? Just a civil servant. So are you going to lock me up when we get to London? <laughs> yes, in the spare room of my flat. Oh, that's better. Shall I become a subject of the Queen like you? I expect we could fix that. Are you married or anything? No. Most marriages don't add two people together. They subtract one from the other. Maybe. But doesn't it depend on what you want to add up to? Something human or something inhuman? You can't be complete by yourself. Hmm. What about you? Maybe I just settled for the inhuman. Actually, I'm almost married already. Name begins with M. I'd have to divorce him before I tried marrying a woman. James, take me somewhere else. Your cabin? No, yours. The last thing Bond remembered before the knock on his door was Tiffany bending over him in bed and kissing him. Mm, you shouldn't sleep on the heart side, my treasure. Bad for the heart. It might stop beating. Turn over. <clears throat> Obediently, he had turned, and as the door clicked, he was at once asleep again. Oh, damn it. Yes? What do you want? Sorry to disturb you, sir. A cipher signal's just come in for you. It's got a prefix of most immediate. Uh, put it under the door, would you? Now, what the hell? Clearly from M. Firstly, search of Rufus says office revealed signal address to winter aboard QE. Orders elimination of T case. Stop. Secondly, we consider Rufus B. Say is ABC, which is partly equivalent of his initials in French. Stop. Ah, they say. Oh, very clever. Thirdly, say now reported by Interpol to be in Africa stop. Suspicion that diamonds originate Sierra Leone mines, then smuggle over frontier stop. Fourthly, RAF Canberra awaits you Boscombe down air base for immediate onward flight tomorrow night to Sierra Leone. Signed, Universal Export. Oh, shit. Spangled mob on board. Where? Not in her cabin. Evening back on the carpet, contents scattered. So she came in. Portals closed. Where have they taken her? Right. Passenger list. Of course. Winter. In A49. The deck below. And... Kitteridge. A49 too. Wind and Kid. Where's the ship's plan? A49. Directly below here. Bond shoved his gun into his waistband and wrenched one of the two portholes wide open. How far down? About eight feet. Dead calm. No wind. He dropped back into the cabin. <coughs> tore the sheets off the bed. Blood knot. <coughs> That's safest. <coughs> Should hold. He tied one end round the hinge of the porthole. Then threw the makeshift rope out down the side of the ship. Don't think. Don't look down. Don't look up. Never mind the knots. Slowly, 
firmly. Hand over hand. Come on, James. Don't think of the huge ship, the sea. You're a boy climbing down an apple tree. So easy, so safe there in the orchard with the grass to fall on. There. First contact. Now, nearly over. And... Gentlemen. James, thank God. Well, what do you know, kid? Who sent for this guy? I don't know, Wendy's not in the act, nor's his pretty little gut. You come to make a fort the gin rummy, pal? Stay where you are. Tiffany, edge away from that man. Get behind me. Yo. Yes. I I'm there, James. Okay. Walk straight into the bathroom. Shut the door. Get into the bath and lie down. Okay. <laughs> Good. Now she's safe from the bullets, gentlemen. Uh... And she won't witness what has to be done. Glad you got back all right, 007. Thank you, sir. I'm at the airbase now, just about to take off for Freetown. What's this in the evening papers about a double killing in the Queen Elizabeth? Ah, uh, yes. Two killers from the gang, sir. My steward told me they were supposed to have had a row over cards. Uh, and do you think your steward was right? Sounds possible, sir. Do the police think so? I haven't seen any of them, sir. Mm. Anyway, they were small people. This man, Jack Spang, or Say, or ABC, whatever he calls himself. I want you to get him. As far as we can make out, he's going back down the pipeline, sealing it off. Probably killing as he goes. The end of the line is this dentist. Miners bring him the diamonds in their teeth or something, and he smuggles them out. Try to get them both. I'll do my best, sir. And what about this case girl? Where is she now? On her way to London in a Dame Lahire. I'm putting her up in my flat. In the spare room, that is. I'm sure she'll be all right, sir. I'm sure. All right, then. Look after yourself. You've exceeded your brief, of course, but... You seem to have stood up to these people very well. Seems as if midnight at full moon is the rendezvous. Looks like it, sir. He's about ten minutes late. Sergeant, make sure there's no metal from the Bofors gun showing through the camouflage net. This moon will pick up anything. Aye, sir. Here it comes. <laughs> Helicopter. Nothing else makes that racket. Get ready to take the net down when he lands. We may have to give a warning shot. Loud hailer switched on? Yes, sir. He's coming in quick. Here it is, right across the moon. Where are you? Show yourself! Come on! Yes, yes. I'm here, but... Got the stuff? Yes, I've got them, but... Who are you? Where's the German? He won't be coming again. I'm ABC. I'm closing down the pipeline. My God. Uh, well, I've got the packet for you. Here it is. But listen, I have to tell you, I've been thinking things over, and I'm afraid... <coughs> Don't move. We have you covered. Don't move. What the... God damn it! All right, Sergeant, we use the gun. Up. Take the muzzle up. That's it. I'd like to get him alive if we can. Yup. I've got him in the center of the grid now. Steady. 
Low and left. Selecting auto-fire. Damn it. Now it'll be certain death. Got him, sir. Crikey. Any more? No, sir. There he goes. He's a goner now. Well, sir, that's just about that. Afraid it's going to be morning before we can get anywhere near that lot. Yes. Uh, why not get some shut-eye under the truck? Sun will be coming up in about four hours. Thank you, sir. Got a cigarette? Of course, sir. Here. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I'll keep an eye out in case the fire looks like spreading. Right, sir. Uh... Good show, sir. Good show. So, Jack Spang, ABC. The end of the Diamond Pipeline. Last page on the file. Six corpses to love, Gaiman said. The end of the Spangled Mob. But not the end of the Diamonds. Baking away at the heart of the fire. They'll survive. Move off again across the world. Discolored, perhaps, but indestructible. As permanent as death. Death is forever. But so are diamonds. In Diamonds Are Forever by Ian Fleming, James Bond was played by Toby Stevens. Shady Tree by Alex Jennings, and Mr. Spang by Jared Harris. M. John Standing, Tiffany Case, Lisa Dillon, Felix Leiter, Josh Stamberg, and Ernie Correa was played by Stacy Keach. Superintendent Harris, Nigel Havers. Sammy, Kevin Daniels. Wint and Rocky, Andre Saluzzo. Kid and the Sergeant, Darren Richardson. Tingling Bell and the Dentist, Matthew Wolfe. ABC and the Barman, Alan Shearman. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Martin Jarvis was the voice of Ian Fleming. Specially composed music, Mark Holden and Michael Lopez. Diamonds Are Forever was dramatized by Archie Scottney, directed by Martin Jarvis, and is a Jarvis and Ayres production. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.